part fifteen chapters one through three of anne severn and the fieldings by may sinclair this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part fifteen anne gerald and maisie chapter one it was a sunday in the middle of april gerald had motored up to london on the friday and had brought elliot back with him for the weekend anne had come over as she always did on a sunday afternoon she and maisie were sitting out on the terrace when elliot came to them walking with a tired limp that anne found piteous and adorable very soon maisie murmured some gentle unintelligible excuse and left them there was a moment of silence in which everything they had ever said to each other was present to them making all other speech unnecessary as if they held a long intimate conversation elliot sat very still not looking at her yet attentive as if he listened to the passing of those unuttered words then anne spoke and her voice broke up his mood what are you doing now bacteriology yes we found the thing we were looking for the germ of trench fever you mean you have well somebody would have spotted it if i hadn't a lot of us were out for it oh elliot i am so glad that means you'll stamp out the disease doesn't it probably in time i knew you'd do it i knew you'd do something big before you'd finished my dear i've only just begun but there's nothing big about it but the research and we were all in on that all looking for the same thing happening to spot it is just heaven's own luck but aren't you glad it was you it doesn't matter who it is but i suppose i'm glad it's the sort of thing i wanted to do and it's rather more important than most things one does he said no more years ago when he had done nothing he had talked excitedly and arrogantly about his work now that he had done what he had set out to do he was reserved impassive and very humble do gerald and cullen know she said not yet you're the first dear elliot you did know i'd be glad it's nice of you to care of course she cared she was glad to think that he had that supreme satisfaction to make up for the cruelty of her refusal to care more perhaps she thought he wouldn't have had it if he had had her he would have been torn in two he would have had to give himself twice over she felt that he didn't love her more than he loved his science and science exacted an uninterrupted and undivided service one life hadn't room enough for two such loves and he might not have done so much if she had been there calling back his thoughts drawing his passion to herself what are you going to do next she said next i'm going off for a month's holiday to sicily taormina i've been overworking and i'm a bit run down how about colin oh he's better heaps better he soon got over that relapse he had when i was away in february you mean he got over it when you came back well yes it was when i came back that's just what i don't like about him elliot he's getting dependent on me and it's bad for him i wish he could go away somewhere for a change a long change away from me away from the farm away from wick somewhere where he hasn't been before it might cure him mightn't it yes he said yes it would be worth trying he didn't look at her he knew what she was going to say and she said it elliot do you think you could take him with you could you stand the strain if you could stand it for four years i ought to be able to stand it for a month if he gets better it won't be a strain 
he isn't a bit of trouble when he's well he's adorable only perhaps if you're run down you oughtn't to i'm not so bad as all that the only thing is you say he ought to get away from you and i wanted you to come too me you and maisie and gerald i can't it's impossible i can't leave the farm my dear girl you mustn't be tied to it like that don't you ever get away not unless gerald or colin are here we can't all three be away at once but it's awfully nice of you to think of it i didn't it was maisie maisie would she never get away from maisie and maisie's sweetness and kindness breaking her down she'll be awfully disappointed if you don't go why should she be because she wants you to maisie yes surely you know she likes you i was afraid she was beginning to why don't you want her to like you don't you like her yes and i don't want to like her if i once begin i shall end by loving her my dear it would be the best thing you could do no elliot it wouldn't you don't know here she is maisie came to them along the terrace she moved with an unresisting grace a delicate bowing of her head and swaying of her body and breathless as if she went against a wind elliot gave up his chair and limped away from them has he told you about taormina she said yes it's sweet of you to ask me to go with you you're coming aren't you oh, i'm afraid i can't why ever not i can't leave the land for one thing not if gerald and cullen aren't here oh bother the old land you must leave it it can get on without you for a month or two nothing much can happen in that time oh can't it things can happen in a day if you aren't there to see that they don't well gerald won't mind much if they do but he'll mind awfully if you don't come so shall i besides it's all settled he's to come back with elliot in time for the hay harvest and you and i and colin are to go on to the italian lakes my father and mother are joining us at como in june we shall be there a month and come home through switzerland it would be heavenly but i can't do it i can't really maisie she was thinking he'll be back for the hay harvest but you must you can't go and spoil all our pleasure like that gerald's and elliot's and colin's and mine i never dreamed of your not coming you mean you really want me of course i want you so does gerald it won't be the same thing at all without you i want to see you enjoying yourself for once you do it so well i believe i want to see that more than taormina and the italian lakes do say you'll come maisie why are you such an angel to me i'm not i want you to come because oh because i want you because i like you i'm happy when you're there so's gerald don't go and say you care more for the land than gerald and me i don't i it isn't the land altogether it's colin i want him to get away from me for a time and do without me it's frightfully important that he should get away we could send colin to another part of the island with elliot only that wouldn't be very kind to elliot no it won't do maisie i'll go off somewhere when you've come back but that's no good to us gerald will be here for the haying if you're thinking of that i'm not thinking of that i'm thinking of colin as she said it she knew that she was lying lying to maisie lying for the first time that came of knowing maisie it came of maisie's sweetness she would have to lie and lie she was not thinking of colin now 
she was thinking that if jerrold came back for the hay harvest and maisie went on with colin to the italian lakes she would have her lover to herself they would be alone together all june she would lie in his arms not for their short reckless hour of sunday but night after night from long before midnight till the dawn for last year when the warm weather came anne and colin had slept out of doors in wooden shelters set up in the manor fields away from the noises of the farm a low stone wall separated anne's field from colin's this year when jerrold came home colin's shelter had been moved up from the field to the manor garden in the summer anne would sleep again in her shelter the path to her field from the manor garden lay through three pastures and two strips of fir plantation with a green drive between jerrold would come to her there he would have his bed in colin's shelter in the garden and when the night was quiet he would get up and go down the manor fields and through the fir plantation to her shelter at the bottom they would lie there in each other's arms utterly safe hidden from passing feet and listening ears and eyes that watch behind window-panes and as she thought of his coming to her and heard her own voice lying to maisie the blood mounted to her face flooding it to the roots of her hair i'm thinking of colin her voice kept on sounding loud and dreadful in her brain while maisie's voice floated across it faint as if it came from somewhere a long way off you never think of yourself you're too good for anything anne she would never be safe from maisie and maisie's innocence that accused reproached and threatened her maisie's sweetness went through her like a thrusting sword like a sharp poison it had words that cut deeper than threats reproaches accusations before she had seen maisie she had been fearless pitiless remorseless now because of maisie she would never be safe from remorse and pity and fear she recovered she told herself that she hadn't lied that she had been thinking of colin that she had thought of him first that she had refused to go to taormina before she knew that jerrold was coming back for the hay harvest she couldn't help it if she knew that now it was not as if she had schemed for it or counted on it she had never for one moment counted on anything or schemed and still as she thought of jerrold her heart tightened on the sharp sword thrust of remorse because of maisie nothing would ever be the same again chapter two in the last week of april they had gone jerrold and maisie elliot and colin to taormina in the last week in may jerrold and elliot took maisie up to como on their way home they found sir charles and lady durham there waiting for her they had left colin by himself at taormina from the first moment of landing colin had fallen in love with sicily and refused to be taken away from it he was aware that his recovery was now in his own hands and that he would not be free from his malady so long as he was afraid to be alone he had got to break himself of his habit of dependence on other people and here in taormina he had come upon the place that he could bear to be alone in there was freedom in his surrender to its enchantment and in the contemplation of its beauty there was peace and with peace and freedom he had found his indestructible self he had come to the end of its long injury one day sitting out on the balcony of his hotel he wrote to anne don't imagine because i've got well here away from you that it wasn't you who made me well in the first place i should never have gone away if you hadn't made me go 
you knew what you were about when you sent me here i know now what gerald meant when he wanted to get away by himself after father died he said he wanted to grow a new memory well that's what i've done here it seemed to happen all at once one day i'd left them all and gone out for a walk by myself it came over me that between me and being well perfectly well there was nothing but myself that i was really hanging on to my illness for some sort of protection that it gave me just as i'd hung on to you i'd been thinking about it all the time filling my mind with my illness hanging on to the very fear of it to save myself i suppose from a worse fear the fear of life itself and suddenly out there i let go and the beauty of the place got me i can't describe the beauty except that there was a lot of strong blue and yellow in it a clear gold atmosphere positively quivering and streaming over everything like gold water i seem to remember it as if i'd been here before a long steady memory not just a flash it was like finding something you'd lost or when a musical phrase you've been looking for suddenly comes back to you it was the most utter indescribable peace and satisfaction and somehow this time joined on to the times at wick when we were all there and happy together and the beastly time in between slipped through it just dropped out as if it had never happened and i got a sense of having done with it forever i can't tell you what it was like but i think it means i'm well and then on the top of it all i remembered you anne and all your goodness and sweetness i got right away from my beastly self and saw you as you are and i knew what you'd done for me i don't believe i ever knew really knew before i had to be alone with myself before i could see it just as i always had to be alone with my music before i could get it right i've never thanked you properly i can't thank you there aren't any words to do it in and i only know now what it's cost you did he know did he know that it had once cost her gerald for instance i know you gave up coming here with us because you thought it would be better for me without you colin too turning it in her heart the sharp blade of remorse would they never have done punishing her and then maisie knows what you are she told elliot you were the most beautiful thing morally she had ever known the one person she said whose motives would always be clean if he had tried he couldn't have hit on anything that would have hurt her so it was more than she could bear to be punished like this through the innocence of innocent people through their kindness and affection their belief their incorruptible trust in her there was nothing in the world she dreaded more than maisie's trust it was as if she foresaw what it would do to her how at any minute it would beat her it would break her down but she was not beaten yet not broken down after every fit of remorse her passion asserted itself again in a superb recovery her motives might not be so spotless as they looked to maisie but her passion itself was clean as fire nothing not even maisie's innocence maisie's trust in her could make her go back on it hard wounding tears cut through her eyelids as she thought of maisie but she brushed them away and began counting the days till gerald should come back chapter three he came back the first week in june in time for the hay harvest and it happened as she had foreseen it would have been dangerous for gerald to have left the house at night to go to the manor farm 
at any moment he might have been betrayed by his own footsteps treading the passages and stairs by the slipping of locks and bolts the sound of the opening and shutting of doors the servants might be awake and hear him they might go to his room and find that he was not there the colin shelter stood in a recess on the lawn open to the fields and hidden from the house by tall hedges of yew nobody could see him slip out into the moonlight or the darkness nobody could hear the soft padding of his feet on the grass he had only to run down the three fields and cross the belt of firs to come to anne's shelter at the bottom the blank projecting wall of the mill hid it from the cottages in the manor farm house the firs hid it from the field path a high bank topped by a stone wall hid it from the road in sutton's farm its three wooden walls held them safe night after night between eleven and midnight he came to her night after night she lay awake waiting till the light rustling of the meadow grass told her he was there on moonlit nights a quick brushing sound in the thick blackness a sound like a slow shearing as he felt his way the moon would show him clear as he stood in the open frame of the shelter looking in at her or she would see him grey twilit and mysterious or looming darker than dark on black nights without moon or stars they loved the clear nights when their bodies showed to each other white under the white moon they loved the dark nights that brought them close shutting them in annihilating every sensation but that of his tense hard muscles pressing down of her body crushed and yielding tightening and slackening in surrender of their brains swimming in their dark ecstasy they loved the warmth of each other's bodies in the hot windless nights they loved their smooth clean coolness washed by the night wind nothing not even the sweet haunting ghost of maisie came between they would fall asleep in each other's arms and lie there till dawn till anne woke in a sudden fright always she had this fear that some day they would sleep on into the morning when the farm people would be up and about gerald lay still tired out with satisfaction sunk under all the floors of sleep she had to drag him up with kisses first and light stroking then with a strong undoing of their embrace pushing back his heavy arms that fell again to her breast as she parted them then she would wrench herself loose and shake him by the shoulders till she woke him he woke clean with no ugly turning and yawning but with a great stretching of his strong body and a short sudden laugh the laugh he had for danger then he would look at his wrist-watch and show it her laughing again as she saw that this time again they were safe and they would lie a little while longer looking into each other's faces for the sheer joy of looking reckless with impunity and he would start up suddenly with i say anne i must clear out or we shall be caught and they would get up outside the world looked young and unknown in the june dawn in the still clear gold crystal air where green leaves and green grass shone with a strange hard lustre like fresh paint and yet unearthly uncreated fixed in their own space and time and she would go with him her naked feet shining white on the queer bright cold green of the grass up the field to the belt of firs that stood up strange and eternal under the risen sun they parted there holding each other for a last kiss a last clinging 
as if never in this world they would meet again dawn after dawn they belonged to the dawn and the dawn light the dawn was their day they knew it as they knew no other time and anne would go back to her shelter and lie there and live through their passion again in memory till she fell asleep and when she woke she would find the sweet sad ghost of maisie haunting her coming between her and the memory of her dark ecstasy maisie utterly innocent utterly good trusting her sending gerald back to her because she trusted her only to think of maisie gave her a fearful sense of insecurity she thought if i had loved her i could never have done it if i were to love her even now that would end it we couldn't go on she prayed god that she might not love her by day the hard work of the farm stopped her thinking and the next night and the next dawn brought back her safety end of part fifteen chapter three recording by expatriate in bangor maine